Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to A Financial Way. I'm Danny Larios, and I have with me Abel Farr. Hi, everyone. How are you guys? So, first of all, just want to say thank you, everyone, for you know taking the time and listening to our podcast, tuning in. Um, we're two fresh college graduate students who really just want to make sure we can kind of tackle real-world economic issues, kind of give some personal guidance, um, and really just talk about what's going on in the world from a business lens, primarily a financial lens. And uh, yeah, I kind of just want to start off with introductions. Um, as I said in the beginning, my name is Daniel Larios. I am a fresh graduate out of the University of Illinois, Chicago. I studied finance. Um, I was really heavy within the College of Business there. I joined a lot of activities, uh, extracurriculars, clubs. And uh, for me, I, I think what kind of really just put me into finance was just understanding the ways of how money works, how our economy flows. And that's kind of just in essence of a small little, a small little snippet of why I kind of just, um, was a bit interested in finance. But I kind of wanted to make this podcast with Abe Afar because he also has his own financial experience. I definitely want to make sure he gets included in this as, as we're good friends, but Abe, you know, feel free to give your introduction, man. All right. So, Hey everyone. Uh, so like Danny, I also went to uh, university of Illinois at Chicago. Uh, I started out as undecided cause I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, uh, I wanted to do engineering at first because everyone in my family thought that I should just do engineering. Uh, wasn't really a big fan of it though. So I decided to go with undecided. Uh, and then uh, I went to a couple of different uh, clubs that UIC was offering at the time. One of them was the accounting club, and that's where I met Danny. Uh, and then I decided to join the business school where I was in a management uh, program. Uh, I didn't really like the management program because I felt like it was just too narrow for me. And I didn't like what it meant for me to, like after uh, college. So I decided to do finance and honestly, it was the best thing ever because finance is, is it's very important in the business world and it's something that everybody has to know about. So being financially literate, how to like do different things in finance uh, and it's not really talked about a lot in high school. And that's why I really think that this podcast will be important uh, because it's it's something that's it's really not talked about a lot and it's something that's very important for a lot of people uh, knowing how to do different things uh, using finance. So it's a very important uh, program that we had in UIC. Uh, and that's that's how we met Danny and I. Yeah, it's it's been quite the journey, honestly. And it's crazy that we met, well, like four years ago back in 2018 summertime. Club. So yeah, so it, it's been all over. But I mean, I like like you pointed out, Abe, that's it has to be spot on with finance being some of the most important topics and, and lessons that we'll learn in life. Yet mm -hmm. a whole lot of people aren't financially literate about it. I mean, a good no. chunk of people are in poverty. Some people struggle with spending habits. Some people overspend. Some people are too frugal. Some people don't know what simple mm -hmm. retirement accounts are. I mean, like the list goes on into all the different financial problems there are in the world, even from like an economic standpoint, some countries are in mm -hmm. financial ruins because you know, some economies or some people don't know how to right. run the economy. So, it, I mean, it really comes down, but in essence, we're not really- And it can be intimidating too. Like, yeah. It, it can know, definitely right. be intimidating as well. So like, if it's not 
given in like a good manner, then it can just seem as intimidating and it can just turn off people from not wanting to learn about it anymore, which is exactly. bad. Thing. Yeah. When you, when you talk about stuff to people like taxes or when you talk to people about, I don't know, like retirement accounts, like some people just immediately shut off. And the amount of people who talk just, to me. Yeah, it's like years, a snooze fest. Exactly. Yeah. When, when people start like realizing like, hey, like, holy crap, like this is actually pretty important. This is something that I actually need to start setting up mm-hmm. or have for my kid or whatever it may be. People will realize that way too late. And I think one of the biggest things that Abe and I will talk about for a lot of our upcoming episodes and even future episodes is just the importance of time and utilizing time in ways that will help you, you know, benefit in, in, in terms of growth, in terms of knowledge, or in terms of just money itself. I mean, time is such an important, important variable for a lot of aspects. And I think for us, that's really what we want to hone on on just because we don't have a whole lot of time, you know. I think uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize like some days, especially when you're working, you you work, I don't know, eight, nine, 10 hours and there goes your whole day. There, there's that whole week that passes by just like a blur. And, you know, some people really want to make good use of that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, for other people, some some don't really see that aspect of like, wow, days are actually going by a lot faster than they are. And then they kind of get, you know clouded with everything that's going on that they forget all these financial topics and these necessary discussions and i feel like mm-hmm. that's really where our conversations where this podcast will go um 100 I, I think a really cool thing that we should really discuss abe is what we do currently after college we are no financial advisors by any means we are we are not people who are going to give you professional certified advice we just want to give essentially just our perspectives of what we would do in certain situations or what we think. And for a lot of individuals, especially come out of college, we know that it's difficult to understand topics. We know it's difficult to break down the intricacies of finance or financial topics that maybe might be kind of almost, almost felt like in a different language, you know, like I remember when I was going into my first couple of finance classes, I was completely lost. I don't know about you, Abe, but I felt definitely lost to a big degree finance 301 man got me on the first day (laughs) exactly so it's stuff like that where especially if you have people who aren't coming in from backgrounds where they have that business background and that business knowledge you know they're going to struggle to some degree later down the road in some topics and it's really good to point that out and i i for one me and Abe took two completely different routes. I was very much the form of someone who wants to go into corporate America, wants to work this certain route. I came from a low income minority family and college education for us was just not something that a whole lot of our family got. And for me, my dad and my mom really pushed education to me and my brother and my sister. So that really forced me to kind of understand, okay, what's something that's pretty common in my family that doesn't happen that maybe I can kind of break that chain. And for us, it was obviously a lack of money, a lack of capital, not being financially stable at times. So what's the best way to kind of get out of that cycle is to understand the study of money and to understand where that money goes, where it comes from, and just the continuous growth of it. And I think that's kind of where finance also led me to a degree on top of me liking math. I mean, for you, Abe, what, what really brought you into finance and also the background of finance and essentially like what, what are you doing now? 
Um, so, I mean, honestly, so here's how it started for me. Uh, most of my family are either engineers, or doctors, or like software, something that has to do with like engineering. And for me, it was seen that I have to become an engineer because I have to continue the, the legacy of whatever everybody in my family is doing. Uh, but my, uh, my father actually, he, uh, he was an engineer as well. I think he was a civil engineer, uh, but he didn't actually like being an engineer. So he got his engineering, uh, degree and then he started doing, uh, business. So he, he was a, a business owner, uh, in Egypt and he had like his, uh, businesses, his, uh, real estate, he had all these different things. And to me, I was like, wow, this is, this is pretty cool. This is where money's at. I mean, having a degree in like engineering, nursing, doctor, whatever it is, is important. But for me, I was just driven for, for money. I was like, I want to be financially free by 30. I want to make my first million dollars before I turn 30. Uh, because that was really important to me. So I, I thought that like, the business school would be the way to do that for me. And uh, that's why I joined uh, UIC, the business school, because it was one of the, the very well-ranked schools. And I did management and I did finance. And to me, I was like, I want to learn as much as possible about what is finance, like what is the stock market? What is real estate? What is, what is this? How do you do like diagramming for these different things? How do you like analyze risk? Uh, that was really cool to me. And then, uh, when COVID happened, I was like, before COVID, I was driven that I was going to go to corporate America with Danny. I was like, Danny and I were just planning. We were like, <laughs> okay, we're going to go. We were going to go to this place together. We were going to get an apartment together. We're going to work together. We're going to like <laughs> go home together. It's like, it was like, we were going to be inseparable. And then COVID happened and I was like, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to start doing a little bit more researching about different things. And I looked into like being a real estate agent and I was like, okay, so it's sales, uh, not the greatest thing but let's look into it and honestly after I, I looked it up I got my real estate license right away it was like 500 bucks I had to pass a couple exams it wasn't really that hard and I was like okay I did my first deal then my second deal and I was like wow this is pretty cool but this is this is a limitation to me because I was like no I don't want to just do real estate agency I also want to be more than that uh and then after that I actually uh I think I was like 21 junior year still. And I got my first flip. Uh, for those that don't know, a flip is basically a house that I had to like negotiate the terms for because it was in deep need of like renovation and different uh, things to it. And I was like, okay, this is, this is pretty cool. I can do my first flip. I get to learn how to do all these different things in the house, like drywall, plumbing, electrical, uh, negotiating with these contractors. Cause let me tell you, it's pretty, pretty brutal. These guys are like the top, top of their, uh guys but uh and when i did that i was like wow real estate that is where the real money is at i was like this is insane uh <laughs> and then after i graduated from high school uh from college i mean i was like okay this is what i want to do all i want to do is live breed real estate i don't want to go to uh corporate america <laughs> even though i can make money but I was like, no, I want to, I want to go to real estate. I want to like learn how to do real estate. I want to breathe real estate. I want to be the best damn person being in real estate. And that's what I'm doing today. Uh, I basically have my own real estate company. We buy and fix rehabs. We buy long holds. We do rentals. Um, it's still a very small thing, but for me, I'm like, 
I can see how it's going to progress in the next couple of years, five, 10 years. And I definitely will see myself being the millionaire I, I imagine to be. But uh, yeah, but honestly, I think that like, if, if I wasn't so obsessed with real estate, I definitely would have joined Danny in our, in our plan for corporate America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, to be 100% with you, Abe, like I applaud you. I, I really think that's a, that's a, another avenue that a lot of people don't really think of is real mm-hmm. estate. And it's, it's a massive industry for one. And for two, again, not corporate America isn't for everyone. And that's not to say in, in any kind of fashion, like that it's mm-hmm. just not like, not everyone is fit for it. Like, yeah, some people aren't, but it's more so just like, it's just not some people's preferences, you know? And I think definitely, yeah. what you're doing, I definitely would have gone that same route too. I think for me, it was kind of just more testing the waters of corporate America, getting an mm-hmm. understanding of, you know, how a company works. And then essentially maybe down the road where that could even fit within my ideas of like being an entrepreneur or even just having a business idea in general. And I mean, to some degree, podcasts are a form of entrepreneurship and where you express ideas and kind of build something, you know, but I mean, I mean, <laughs> as 22 years old, where we're at right now, it honestly, anything can kind of happen, especially with how much time and, and how much we have yet to learn. So, but for Definitely, me, yeah. um, COVID really, I'd say, blew up my mind in terms of, okay, what the heck in finance? And this is going to be a topic that me and Abe have constantly discussed time in, time out, even before this call, that Mm -hmm. the biggest misconception that you'll see with finance is that a lot of college students and people going into college, studying and majoring in finance, have no dang idea what the heck finance is even about, let alone the careers in finance. So for me, I think COVID really gave me that thought of, okay, Let's take what I know I'm good at. Let's take what I think is interesting to me at this very moment and try to formulate and create and find ways to get a job into that. And, you know, as I uh, denoted earlier in, in, in when I was talking, I mean, I just really was involved within the College of Business at UIC. I was in a lot of different uh, leadership positions at clubs. I went out a lot to events. I tried my hardest to meet as many people in college, despite being it being a massive commuter school. Like I, I felt like I really tried to get out of my comfort zone and put myself in a position of vulnerability to meet people. And I love relationships. Yeah, he was, I think he was the opposite awesome. of me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like talking with people. It sometimes could have felt awkward. Sometimes it could have felt weird, but the fact that I was able to meet someone and then maybe a day down the road or maybe a week or even a month or even a semester later where I had a class with someone, the fact that I was able to remember their face, remember their name and kind of just introduce myself and talk to them and keep that conversation flowing. I love that stuff. And currently I think that's essentially what my job in essence does. I, I network a lot and I help out in, in ways that I can to kind of branch myself out there and create those and maintain those relationships. And hopefully that's what my future job would consistently do. But currently right now I work at JP Morgan. I'm a commercial banker. So for those who aren't familiar, I'd say, check it out. It's a very cool gig. Some people it might be boring, but people like myself, I find it really interesting and I like it a lot. It's essentially, um, you know, an individual myself in the analyst level. Uh, I do a lot of kind of administrative work to help out bankers, um, help maintain relationships in which they provide liquidity for capital to a company um, in the form of some kind of facility. So for example, like 
JP Morgan is the lender to company ABC, right? And they want to lend them, I don't know, $20 million just because they need to fund an acquisition or they need it for general corporate purposes or whatever it may be. Um, basically, JP Morgan would kind of step in into the into the role of a lender and essentially provide them with capital. Um, I don't really want to talk a whole lot about my job just because jobs can get pretty much uh, secretive. I don't want to reveal a whole lot, but I really like my job itself. It's a really cool gig. Um, you deal with a lot can of you, cool companies. Can you tell us you really quick, cool Danny? Stuff. Danny, tell us really quick how you uh, you were able to get that really cool gig. Like, how, What did you have to do that you can get that yeah. really cool gig? No, that's a great question. And I think for a lot of those listening out there, and I hope more people continue to listen. Um, it's just honest, honest to God, grinding, grinding with networking. Like you, you have to network, you have to really fight for your spot. As Abe was alluding to earlier, UIC is a phenomenal school. It's constantly growing in rankings. It's getting more national attention. It's obviously not the best school in the world. It's not like an Ivy league. It's not anything crazy to that extent, but it's definitely a school with a lot of recognizable talent and a lot of underrated students who really deserve a lot but i mean again it's you still got to make it no matter no matter what school you go to you still got to work really hard to get a job and working at a bank like that i feel like you still got to grind and you still got to kind of go out of your way to to really get yourself known out there and make a presence in the business world and to some people that's that's scary you know you're like oh my god i got to make a name for myself and i'm only 19 18 20 or whatever um you got to go out there and you got to kind of face those fears and you got to be pretty much just getting out of your comfort zone every single day. And I feel like I've done that a lot throughout my gig. I started back in August of 2022. So literally what, like six months ago, I started my actual in-market experience. I did training um, back in June of 2022. So I guess really I've had what a total of six, six months of experience, but in-market experience, it really was actually four. Um, so it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot to deal with, especially as a student. Uh, I mean, as a, as a recent college graduate coming out from being a student, um, it's a it lot. Weird, honestly, man. It's a great, it's, it's a great experience. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, if they yeah, listen to the podcast, I hope take out what we're trying to say and what we're trying to kind of go after in terms of that bridge or that transition from student to, to full-time worker now. Definitely, Sorry, yeah, I mean, you say something? I was going to say, it feels just so weird to be out of college. Like it just like, yeah, it, feels it really like, does. <laughs> it feels like I'm still in college. Like it feels like I still have to have like those ADMs that I never really like to go to. And just like, now I have to be an adult and do work. And it's just, <laughs> it's insane. It's insane, man. No, it is. It really is. Sometimes I get hit with that reality. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm so ready for like Christmas break. I'm so ready for the holidays. Let's get these finals out of the way. And then I realize that I don't have homework. I don't have exams. I don't really have any of that, actually. It's like, nope, you don't have even time off. It's like, it's like maybe one yeah. or two days and then the rest you still have to work. It's like not really winter break anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a whole different transition. But the awesome thing is that I really want us to cover that in our upcoming episodes. And I think that's a perfect segue of like, what do we actually envision for this podcast? You know, Ed? and I think podcasting is, is a great form of vocalizing internal thoughts kind of just brainstorming in essence of what we want to do um, and what we want to discuss. And I think this, this podcast will be very much, very much different than most podcasts you typically hear. We're not here to be creating a course for you. We're not here to be, you know, telling you stories to be successful. Like 
we just want you all to be aware of the background hidden behind the scenes kind of stories that a lot of people actually are kind of scared to bring up in the workplace. I mean, I know you have your own fair share, Abe. I definitely have my own fair share, but I mean, 100%. there's so many stuff out there that when you start working a job, you don't ever, ever get told this when you're like recruiting for certain companies or we, you know, going for jobs or whatever, you're not told this kind of stuff. And I definitely would have maybe reconsidered or thought something differently when I was told all these kind of things. Um, I mean, for you, Abe, I guess, personally, why, why does this podcast matter to you? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's a couple of reasons, really, Danny. It's because, first of all, I mean, when, when people use the term finance and I want to be in finance and this, this and that, they don't really know what they're they're wanting to do in finance. All they see is they probably just Google like uh, biggest pays, like <laughs> things that pay the most jobs. And like it's the first thing that comes up and they're like, oh, OK, I want to do finance. But like, honestly, don't forget Wolf has... of Wall Street, dude. <laughs> yeah. OK, so this is the funny thing, too, like. Every single person in business school, I haven't, I've always asked people this, yeah. like, have you watched Wolf of Wall Street? And they were always like, yes, that's what I want to be. That's what I want to do. It's like, have they really not seen the last and ending of the movie where like he got arrested? Like, I don't, I don't know. But like, it's, it's all about the money and the wealth and this, this and that. And like, that's what they see. And they don't actually know what the job entails. So like Danny was saying his job, uh, it entails a lot of different things. Obviously, some of it are is secretive. But uh, it has a lot of different things that some people might not know. Like it might be that Danny has to do like 50% of his job is like, let's say research. People don't know that. Uh, for me, it's like people don't know, like, how can they get in real estate? Like, what is the loan structures? What is like, how can they get funding for different projects? How can they get like different people to do things? Uh, another thing for me is the, the stock market. And this this has been crazy since COVID. So I've, I've seen a lot of different people. Some of them are my friends that have lost a lot of money because there was a lot of pump and dumps into the stock market, especially like cryptocurrencies, where a lot of people would be promoting this one crypto and it just booms. It does so well. People are just imagining, I'm going to get rich. I'm going to get rich. I'm going to get rich. And they don't see the risk. And the risk is right there. And like, there's, there's nothing to that cryptocurrency that would make you rich. It's all numbers just moving on the screen. And people don't know that. And that's that's really why I want to do this podcast. I really want to like help people uh, realize that a lot of these things, you have you can't just look at the profit. You also have to look at the risk because the risk is part of your profit. And uh, it's if you saw the risk, you would definitely like think twice before you actually got into but like 99% of those cryptocurrencies. Like I played a around with the, some of those cryptocurrencies. Uh, and I thankfully didn't lose any money, but I know friends that have lost thousands of dollars trying to like catch ship coin or doge coin when it was like at the top. And as soon as they bought like two days later, just boop, just dipped and they lost a bunch of their money and they were devastated too. Like they were like, wow. But then like two months later, they did the same exact thing and then they lost more money. So yeah. that just, that just tells yeah. you a lot of what the finance is in this, in this country. Yeah. And I think as listeners will gauge over time, I mean, I'm very much a more risk adverse person compared to Abe. I don't really deal a whole lot with crypto, NFTs or any other kind of stuff that's not really backed by the government. Um, I try, I try super hard not to kind of get it with that kind of stuff. Um, but I think 
I think it's good to have uh, it's good to have those differing uh, perspectives. Just really hearing it from kind of two sides, and also two mm-hmm. perspectives of why someone would think a certain way. Because honestly, definitely, most podcasts nowadays have people who you know are like yes men and and kind of like you know back off each other, saying constant yes or you know yeses and and all these like agreeing. But like yeah, podcasts no, like that are pretty that's boring. Not gonna but be also, here. yeah, we're we're definitely gonna disagree. We're gonna have a lot of like backlash and <laughs> a lot of heated like, discussions. But but the purpose. The purpose, like we're trying to say, is really this is this conversation, this this podcast is a more form of just exposure to everyone. We kind of want to keep it educational. We want to keep it for people to just realize what else is out there. And again, for everyone who's out there listening, this is not financial advice. We are not specifically telling you to invest in anything or do this or do that. We're just saying what we would recommend or we would kind of like guide you in a sense but we would not handle your money. We will not, you know, do any of that kind of stuff as a financial advisor would do. We would not. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's dudes, not our intent. Two dudes talking. Yeah. We just honestly want to make this as, you know, conversational as possible. And we want to make sure you guys take valuable information out of it. Cause there's a lot of topics out there that a whole lot of people don't realize. And especially for those people who are in our exact shoes right now, graduating college, looking at a job, looking for jobs, getting a job, only having a few months of experience in a job, like you're not going to have a good basis of what to do with a lot of your money, just because maybe you might not have come from that finance background. So um, that's really what our intent is. And I think the next couple episodes, we really want to strike on some, some stories and some, you know, news that's kind of circulating right now in the economy. Um, primarily here in the U.S., just because that's that's relevant to us, it's relevant to you. It's what we know exactly. It's what we feel confident talking about, and it it's it's gonna be a great time. I'm I'm really happy, and I'm pumped. Even if we don't get a whole lot of listeners, if we can at least inspire or help or aid at least one person, that's all I genuinely care about. So, um, Very true, man. I guess we can kind of. We can kind of wrap it there, but uh, do you have anything, any final words, Abe, or anything you kind of want to say before we, we end episode one? No, sir. I mean, honestly, uh, you guys should stay tuned until the next couple of episodes because that's that's really where it gets more interesting. So today we, we, we tried to keep it more of the introductions, getting to know us a little bit more. And uh, in the upcoming episodes, we're going to definitely be getting to know us a little bit more and what we do, especially like there's like specific uh, specific things that, we would look at and we were like, okay, analyzing and we're talking about, we might actually include it to what we do in our business. So whether it's Danny's corporate world or my businesses. So you definitely going to get to know us a little bit more. And the the stories we're going to be talking about are going to be very interesting stories that happen in the finance world, whether it's the the crypto scams that happen uh, or it's real estate or it's this, this and that, or just financial literacy in general. So it's going to definitely be very interesting. So I would stay tuned because they're going to be cool topics and it's definitely going to be Danny and I at each other's throats because we have been best <laughs> friends for four years, but we disagree. Yeah, I, I think we've earned that right. right. We've earned that right to, to yell at each other and to fully disagree. Definitely. We've think, done it plenty of times. Yeah. So I think I think that was another inspiration as to why, we, uh, why we're letting this podcast kind of uh, come out from our perspectives and kind of just letting people you know, take a side and, and see who they agree with more or who they right. kind of understand more. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be a great time, but um, ideally the goal would be maybe a few podcasts a week again, 
we have our own personal stuff going on. So we do yeah. like to kind of do this kind of stuff on the side. So honestly, um, we're going to try to keep this going as much as possible and, and, and just build a brand for ourselves. But, you know, that's for that's episode one. Thank you everyone for listening and uh, thank you guys for the, the holidays and, you know, take care. Happy holidays, guys. Thanks, yep. thanks everyone.